And joined by Jay Feely from CBS Sports, who checks in with us on the Arizona Sports Line. Jay, good morning. How are you? My apologies, Mayor Koopa. You know, I'm late coming on with you guys. I was doing an interview, and they ran a lot longer than they said, so ah, you can still find me. Ah, you want to throw anybody <laughs> under the bus? on who's, No, don't do that, Jay. I'm just joking. Um, the, the, one of the themes that we've had uh, so far on the Monday show and early today, Jay, is, you know, through four weeks, the Arizona Cardinals, look, they haven't played well consistently. They're 2-2. Two and two. When you look at the totality of what you've seen from them so far, how fortunate do you think they are to be 2-2 two and two at this point? Well, I think very fortunate. I think we talked before the season started, and I talked about just how hard those first four games would be, um, you know, because of the schedule and just the way that it laid out. And, and I think, you know, if you got through a 3-1, and one, you felt really good about yourself. 2-2, two and two, okay, we didn't ruin the season. You know, so and they ha- and they haven't played great football. Obviously, they could have lost their Raiders game, and you know they could have lost this game. I mean, they've found ways to win games, and, and you know, hopefully, they can grow, get better, get healthy. You know, there's a couple of play calls that just I, I scratch my head about throughout the season. I mean, this last week when you're fourth and inches and you're back in shotgun, you know, I, I just don't understand that. Um, you play this Eagles team; they're not going to be under uh, back in shotgun. They're going to be running right behind their great center with their physical quarterback. And, you know, I watched him do it like six times this last game. Um, and then, you know, there was another call when they, they took Kyler Murray and, and put him out wide and they ran, you know, with the running back and, and sitting there doing the wildcat. And I'm just going like, why? Like, what does that accomplish? Like right. Kyler Murray runs the ball. You already have wildcat. You can throw the ball. You make it so much easier uh-huh. for the defense. So, Right. A couple of those plays, I just kind of scratched my head. Like, what are we trying to do here? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I totally agree with that. And so, you know, going into last week, there was a lot of noise around the Cardinals. LaShawn McCoy went off on Kyler Murray, called him trash. There was a lot of people unloading on Cliff, not just me. Uh, but when you look at this offense and the struggles they've had, can you believe they've turned a corner? What are, what are they not doing well at starts of football games? Vic, Dan, I'll tell you right here. All right, this is how I think. I think this week's game will be a telltale game for this team. For their head coach and play caller and their quarterback. Because I believe that they're going up against a better play caller and a better quarterback in the Eagles. And I think the Eagles are really what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they do a better job. They, they have a better roster. They have a deeper roster for sure. I, I, I just did them last week. I think they have the deepest roster in the NFL. But what Jalen Hurts does that I really like, I'll give you a couple examples from this last week. And I don't think he's a better quarterback per se than, than Kyler Murray. Like, I think Kyler's more talented. Um, but and he, and he throws the ball better. Um but I, but, I, but I would take Jalen Hurts going forward if I were picking between the two of them. Jalen Hurts came into our production meeting with a briefcase. Now, <laughs> it may just be like for show, <laughs> but, but I think it was indicative of the way that he approaches the quarterback position. I've never seen a quarterback or anybody, any player, come in with a briefcase. That's great. But it's like he was businesslike about it. And when you talk to all those coaches, when he came in as a rookie – and Carson Wentz was there, he approached it as the starter. And on Fridays, after they were done with practice, he would take coaches out there on his own, of his own will and, and run through the whole game plan as if he was going to be the starter and do those drills and just be the starter even though he wasn't the starter yet and still be somewhat deferential to Carson Wentz 
you know, not stepping on his toes, but preparing to be the starter. And then this offseason, after one year as the starter, he goes to Nick Sirianni, his head coach, and he's like, "How? what do I need to do? How do I need to get better? Hey, you need to be more accurate. You need to understand the offense more. you got to get the ball quicker. Okay, who can I go to that's going to help me? All right, I'm going to go out to California. I'm going to get with Tom House and a couple other quarterback guys to help me be better. Right? He had the humility and the work ethic to do that. We've seen that in this year. Like he's a different quarterback this year. Yeah. And then the last thing is, I think he's very willing, and they are with play calling to utilize his legs. And you know, I know your your station has talked so much about how well the Cardinals do when Kyler runs the ball more than nine times a game, and how poorly they do when he doesn't. You know, and I think you got to utilize all your skill sets, and you got to do whatever's best for the team. And I just believe that Jalen Hurts embodied that. He will do what's best for the team, whatever it is. Yeah. If you need me to run the ball and be physical, I'll do that. If you need me to throw it deep and allow my playmakers to make plays, I'll do that. You want me to study? You want me to get more accurate? I, I just really like his approach to football, and I think they do an excellent job play calling. You know, you look at last year, they were struggling throughout the year. They became the number one rushing team in the NFL and made the playoffs with the young Jalen Hurts. You know, and this year, first, first four games, they're leading the NFL in – explosive plays and until last week when you're when you're playing in nasty weather and the rain you know they were going down the field and and taking advantage of their playmakers and then last week it's rainy so what do you do okay we're going to run for 200 yards and we're going to pound the ball with our offensive line like i i just think nick sharon does a really good job of mixing it up week to week but taking advantage of the roster they have jay feely cbs sports analyst our guest here on uh, bickley and murata mornings staying on the hertz topic and you talked about a lot of his prowess in running the football and you use the word physical and he is a physical runner and 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 probably one of the strongest quarterbacks just from a you know uh from a strength standpoint that we've ever seen but where is the concern level in philadelphia even with the play callers and the coaches about subjecting jalen hertz to that physical punishment at the quarterback position I don't think they have any. I don't. I think wow. they kind of take the approach that Buffalo does. Like, we're going to take advantage of our, our, our play caller, our, I mean, our quarterback and his skill set and what he can do well. And they, they don't take unnecessary shots with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you don't see him run, run a lot of quarterback power with him. Um, they do a lot of zone read. They did a ton of it in the game this last week. Um, they do some quarterback sneaks. They do some quarterback draws. And, and, and then they run a lot of deep routes when it's man-to-man where he can escape the pocket and pick up 10, 15 yards. That's where a lot of his yards have come from. And on those, he doesn't take any hits. And that's just, that, those are the plays I think Kyler can be just more aggressive in a day-to-day game. You know, and I think sometimes he gets caught up in trying to prove I'm a quarterback. You know, and I can throw it. I don't have to use my legs. No, utilize your skill set. It's what Josh Allen does so well. Yep. You know, he doesn't care if he doesn't run at all, if the, team's, if the team is successful, or he doesn't care if he's going to run it 15 times a game if the team needs to win a game. That's what he's going to do. And I, and I just think this offense will be much better when Kyler becomes fully embraced in the weapon that he can be. And that's utilizing his legs to make this team the best offense they can be. You played at State Farm Stadium when there was an actual home field advantage for the Cardinals. What has happened to their home field advantage? Why is this team struggling so much more at home, in your opinion? I don't think it's the fans. You know, I mean, they're, they're still selling out, and those fans are they're ready. Like, Arizona loves the Cardinals. They want them to win. They want them to succeed. I, I don't know what it is about this team and playing, you know, playing at home. I mean, that's a, that's a question that Cliff has got to answer, has got to figure out. Um, but, you know, you, you, go into, you go into games or you go into the season, right, and you're like, hey, 
let's be 100% at home, let's win all our games at home, let's win half our games in a row, we're making the playoffs. You know, I've heard that from many different teams. You know, win our games at home, have, win half our games, and we're going to be number one team. Yeah. You know, and, and you have to have that mentality, like that you're going to win at home when you're not traveling, when you're not going on the road, and, and you know that stadium better than anybody. You're going to have a home field advantage. You're going to be able to, you know, make the, the opposing offense be uncomfortable and use silent and all that kind of stuff. So they, they got to figure that out because you give up one of your big advantages. Yeah. Uh, Jay Feely, our guest. Jay, before we let you go, I got a kicking question for you because we saw Matt Prater go out uh, for the Cardinals. Eno yeah. Benjamin gets pressed into kickoff duty. Who is the best <laughs> emergency kicker you ever played with, even though maybe the uh, world never saw him kick? All right. Well, I mean, the guy Justin Reed's the best emergency kicker there is. But yeah, we saw oh, that. That was man. pretty impressive. Man, was that impressive. Danny, Danny Woodhead. I'm going to go with Danny Woodhead. Oh. Um, because Danny was a pretty good player. You know, obviously running back. He never got a kick. Uh, but Rex Ryan always had guest kicker on Friday. It was awesome. <laughs> and you could, you could sign up, right? And, and then he would stop practice on Friday. And he'd bring everybody over, and everybody would bet whether or not you know they, they were going to make it. It might be an offensive lineman or defensive <laughs> lineman, whoever signed up. And you know, you'd start with an extra point, and if you made it, you could like double your money if you kept going back on field goals. It was, it was so much fun. We had a blast watching all these guys try to kick field goals. And I think Danny Woodhead went back to like eight forty-five yards. He made wow. like three or four in a row. That's... He made a lot of money that day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Jay, always good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us Thanks, this morning. Jay. We appreciate it.